0: All right. All right. Well, we thank you for joining Thursday Topics. And today's topic is living in secrecy. And I have my mentor, my friend, my confidant, Mrs. Latrice Perry, MA, joining me today. Hey, Miss Latrice.
1: Hey, Miss Kiwi. Miss (laughs) Kibana, how are you?
0: (laughs) I am fine. And make sure we're still recording. Yep. You are. All right. So basically today will just be a conversation because I feel that it needs to be had, especially with the new year coming in and with COVID. A lot of people are going through a lot of things. And I just wanted, you know, for people to know the difference between, you know, having those private moments and then living in secrecy. Because one of the things that I realized is that privacy is when you have taken control of a situation or an experience. But secrecy is when you have lost that control and you're intentionally hiding. So in, in your aspect, what does the two mean to you? What's the difference?
1: Very good topics. And I think they are often, very often misunderstood from many different perspectives, um, But when you, as you have stated, living in privacy is when you are confidently living your life, accomplishing um, goals, setting goals, accomplishing them, living your dreams, and just understanding that you are in between the success of it and the failure of it. So you're constantly focused to continue to stay private. And that can go even deeper to the fact of when I'm I'm living out loud and I'm living in the, the limelight or in the public, there are many forces that are coming at you. So therefore, you have to really be in a good place again to go into the public, you know, the public eye and live out those goals and those dreams. So when you choose to do it in private, to me, it's very strategic to Building your stamina, building the confidence even the more so that when you do go out, then you're able to withstand whatever's thrown at you. So that's the privacy. Those are the 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 things about privacy. Secrecy to me is just what it is. A secret, a secret life is a life that you can't live out loud. You can't Mm -hmm. live it in public. And it has many legs to it, it has many, many reasons. And one of the things about secrecy, I feel, is And, you know, I I always take it kind of spiritual because that's where my foundation comes from. But anything in the secret is always a hidden agenda. And so you got to always seek out what is the agenda? Why am I so secret? What is the real issue? Do I lack the confidence? Mm -hmm. Am I really dealing with a bad case of uh, low self-esteem? Have I allowed the word curses that have been spoken in my ear over me and All my life, have I allowed that to hinder the fact that I can't let the next person know what I'm doing? Um, Am I dealing with imposter syndrome? Like, am I afraid to elevate amongst people that choose to be stagnated? Like, you know, but then it goes to the, the whole other thing of a lot of secret life, secrecy. And the secret life is because I really can't live my true self in front of people. And why? We have to understand why is that? Like, what is that? Like, am I afraid of my past? I don't want to acknowledge it. Am Mm -hmm. I afraid of those that was a part of my past coming to reveal some truths about me? So um, I can go on and on about the difference between a private life and a secret life. And I I see it all the time on social media, mishandled, you know, I'm I'm moving in silence. Well, one thing about moving in silence and a private nobody. (laughs) so are you really moving in private or do you want attention to come to you? But Mm -hmm. do you really want the attention? Because when attention is just like a, a, a laser or a microscope. When you really put the microscope on the problem, then it's going to reveal those secrets. Are you ready? Like, you know, I I, I don't, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to stop right there. Because this <laughs> well, is a good time. Because
0: <laughs> I want, I'm going to come back to the spiritual side because there is a scripture that I want us to dissect. But okay. given the definition of secrecy, it is something that is kept or meant to be kept unknown or unseen by others. And you you hit on that because that is an intentional hiding place for you. And Mm -hmm. one of the differences for me or when I look at privacy and when I look at secrecy, I say, okay, well, let's analyze the situations where there there is a, a time and a place where you're supposed to be private, your prayer time. When you're in transition and you even spoke about that, because some of the times when you are in transition, you can't have those outside forces. You can't look at the opinions. You have to go in that place where it's just you and God. And when you're in a season of weight that Mm -hmm. those times are, are very private not only to me but you know that's my time where I'm getting covered and I'm getting what I need I'm getting my nourishment so I go in those private places but secrecy is born to me when you do not trust God with your life and and it's it's, it's so evident and I I have even been in places of secrecy because I didn't want anybody to find out what I was going through because I didn't have a handle on the situation so I felt like okay if I hide it good enough nobody is gonna you know catch on to it or nobody is gonna take um come in and and take what what little bit of peace I have left so I said well let me go hide and just pray that nobody says well where is Kivana at Because Mm -hmm. in these places where I was like, well, Lord, I don't even have faith that it's going to work out. So because I I don't have that faith that it's going to work out, I'm going to just continue to hide and pray nobody comes looking for me or pray nobody comes and say, well, where did this girl go or what happened to her or that they dig deep enough that they see the roots of who I really was at that time because I was an ugly person. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, in in the forefront, you see this girl with her head held up high, you know, saying positive things. But in the inside, I was rotten. And I was like, maybe if I hide it or if I fake it long enough, I'll make it to where I want to be instead of saying, well, let me go in a private place and let God transition me into who it is that I want to be, desire to be, and who he needs me to be for his people and for, for my family or for my children. So um, I want to hit on this Bible verse, and I think it's Deuteronomy 29 and 29, and it tells us that the secret things belong to God, but there are things that God has revealed. If he brings you to it, he'll bring you through it. That's what I got out of it. And then also, some people would say, well, that's telling us that, you know, we can hide in these secret places, but I think that in this scripture, we have to decipher that you can only go in a secret place with God when he has ordained you to go into that place. But when we are doing the secrecy ourselves, there's a difference. So what Mm -hmm. do you think?
1: Well, I am trying to pull up the, um, the scripture for reference, but I would say, um, you hit some very great points there. Um, it's kind of power pad. Let me see where I want to start. Um, it's the secret the secret things belong unto God unto the Lord our God but those things which are revealed belong unto us and to our children forever that we may do all the words of the law. okay so in the book of Deuteronomy is a very I guess was more so like a prophecy. Um, for me mm-hmm. it promised everything that we were promised right and it gave us the opportunity to see it written that this is what he has promised because one of my favorite ones in this is about um in Deuteronomy 8 and 18 when he give us the um the ability to create wealth right mm-hmm. um and so he's given us this this opportunity to really grab a hold of what he wants from us when it comes to the secret place, as you stated, the secret place definitely is a place for you and mm-hmm. God, right? It's where He tells His secrets. He talks about that in Jeremiah um, when He says that if you go to Him and you go into Him into, you in know, with a mindset and a motive to really hear the heart of God and really tune in, He's going to tell you His secrets, and that's the trick mm-hmm. to it. The mm-hmm. secret place belongs to God exactly. because anything mm-hmm. in the secret place has to manifest in the open and whenever the manifestation comes you want that manifestation to be led by the holy Here spirit so therefore yet the secret place belongs to god that's the safety of it because we deal in a life full of unknowns full of darkness but he promised to be your light in the midst of darkness how can he be your light because he holds us and he covers us in that secret place That's why the enemy gets us to a place where he feels like we have to be sworn to secrecy. And that's how we can do our dirt and we can hold on to things and we could just say, well, nobody knows. But God is saying, I'm in the secret place. I know. And if you want, if you say you're doing this for me, you saying that you are in my, uh, you are under my jurisdiction then I know that thing. And I need for you to stop being hypocritical because you're a hypocrite Mm -hmm. out here in these streets Mm -hmm. saying that you're one thing, but you got a secret that you won't let me deal with. The secret place is for God. And the enemy uses it against us because he wants us to be like, well, you do everything in secret. Don't tell nobody you'll be good. But the Mm -hmm. Lord knows. The Lord knows your heart. He knows your thoughts. He knows everything about you. But the enemy wants us to hold things in that secret place. And as I have told you many times before, anything that's held on the inside is not revealed to the outside. So therefore, if you are holding things in secret, then it's eating you up on the inside. And guess what? It kills your private life because even in your private life, you're dealing with the secrets of your secret life that's destroying you on the inside. And now your life is unproductive. And you think you're moving privately, but you're still bound because you got to get past the fact that only God belongs in a secret place, not you. You got to give that to him so that he can say, okay, well, I see you struggling with this. I see you struggling with that. Now, how can I help you so you can get to the confidence of living or the confidence that you need to live this private life? one thing else that i want to um tap into right quick is because the public a lot of times when people are living publicly Mm -hmm. um but they still have those secrets that they really struggle with and they're not coming clean they do it publicly because that public gratification it it makes them feel a certain kind of way right Mm -hmm. and so but then guess what that's still a trick of the enemy Because God got to deal with those secret places. He needs to deal with that. Because you're not Mm going to care about what people in the public and how they gratify your soul, your spirit, and Mm -hmm. whatever. I don't get what people get off of it. But that's them. But if a man never tells me, good job. A man never tells me, you're doing great.
0: I don't care. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I legit
1: don't care. Because in a private life, when you have, uh, master private living and you have mastered entering into the secret place and dwelling there with God, then God, he, I mean, he just satisfy you and he completes you. And that's what I feel in 2021, we have to get to a place where we dwell in secret with God and stop allowing the enemy to destroy us because we have secret lives that we won't surrender to God. So I, can, again, can go on and on about it. And I probably I done jumped.
0: <laughs> but- <laughs> no, that was good because when I think of secrecy, like, you know how, like, the, um, oh, somebody gonna get mad. But I think about, like, even with Tiffany Montgomery, she talks about this, about, like, the secret society, how, you know, the Masons. And when I think of secrecy, I think about all of these different components. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, you rarely know, What's going on until you get in it? So I, I have I have really battled with this topic because one thing I, I try not to do is I try not to become a secret person. What you see with Kivana is what you get. I am yeah. very transparent. And one mm-hmm. of those things is because I transitioned from secrecy to private, but my private life, it can't be for so private because God has already given me a mouthpiece to tell everything about what I've been through. He gave me a testimony, but it is some parts of me that I I choose to keep private because I have children to protect. I have a husband to protect. So it's not about me being secretive. It's just that I have a protection of those that I really love. So I think that a lot of people are struggling with, oh, a private life is the best life. But what they're really meaning is I have some secrets over here that I don't want you to find out. So I think that they have uh they don't they don't distinguish between the two. So can you um and I'll tell mine, but can you think of times where you lived in secrecy and what brought you out of it or what you what you discovered while you were there?
1: Absolutely, I'll and I wanted to touch on something you said right then. When you think about the um, I have a thing with Greek. I don't like it. Um, mm-hmm. and I want know that (laughs) but like i don't care um and only and that's the reason because of the secrecy and you and when i talked about how the enemy used the secrecy against us because now i have given man and something that i want to obtain in the natural in the flesh i have given that control over me because the secret life and a God's secret life, they're going to conflict, and they're going to collide, because at the end of the day, if I go into the secret place, and the Lord tell me, come from among them, if he tells me to not do this, and not do that, if I have sworn to something, and to an organization, or to a group, then now I have taken that secret place away from God, and now I have Mm -hmm. given that control to man, so that's Mm -hmm. what we have to, we do have to be careful, I would give you an example of secrecy, let me tell you, girl, is there a time how many times which one you want you want this one but <laughs> listen um I would just say I can start from maybe the very beginning the very beginning when I really realized that I was living a secret life or I was living in secrecy because of shame I was living secret because yeah. of um heartbreaks or you know just letting myself down being a teenage mom getting pregnant have such a bright future you know I start there I start with you know knowing that I had let people down knowing that I had let myself down so I didn't want people to know I hid it for a long time like until I was like seven months and I'm just like "Mm." so now I'm living in secret (laughs) and now when everybody see me where did the baby come from (laughs) Where do babies come from, you know, but I lived in secret carrying that same spirit, though, when I because I'm worried about the opinions of others, Mm -hmm. when things come to get come at me, or when I start dealing with things, I began to go into secret, I began to go into shame, I began to go into low self esteem and lack of confidence, because it's like it's a pair, it's always a group, you don't get just one when you go into secrets, you take on all of that and so i began to do that didn't get to the core of it then i go into my marriage and i go into issues within my marriage and i began to live secret instead of figuring out what is this thing that's robbing me of my freedom to be public or to be out there you know you go in certain places and i'm gonna just be honest with you when you know such and such them being at you or at your your significant other, you avoid going into those places because of the shame and you just began to live secretly. And so I'm just like, but why do this thing have so much control? So what did I do to overcome it? I sat down one day and I began to evaluate my steps. Like, what do I really do? Where do I go? How do I feel when I go in these places? And then I began to pinpoint the control. Because the thing about it, secrecy controls you. Mm -hmm. It limits you, right? And so I just began to detail those things and really say, what's important and why? Who cares? I found my voice again because it has me so muzzled. As you said, it had me so muzzled to the point that I was scared to live out loud. And so I really just had to take, you just got to be intentional. And I think intentional living helped me overcome so many things. I had to really say, who is in control of this? Am I in control of this? Have I given this to God effectively? Have I been to the scriptures? And I'm not a Bible thumper, as people may think, where I'm just always searching scripture. No, I'm just that one that I have some scriptures that I hid in my heart so I don't sin against it. And they're my go-to's. And I just call them my prayer breaths. When I get in a moment, I began to pray those scriptures that I have rehearsed and I have learned. I have dissected, and they began to give me freedom from those things. So I can't even tell you that it's something very unique. It's very simple. I analyzed what I what was going on, and I evaluated who had the control. Why was I being secret? Why did I was I ashamed? Why did I allow it to hinder my moves? And then I began to take that thing to prayer and say, God, you got to help me because I'm, I'm living in secret. Like, I don't want to go in this, these places. I don't want to talk to those people. I'm ashamed at what they may say. I'm ashamed of what they know about me. I'm ashamed of even how I've been moving over the past couple of years where I have let myself go in so many areas. Like, I'm ashamed of that. And I don't want to face it because they saw me as somebody so powerful, but now I don't want them to know that I'm not as powerful as strong or as strong as they may think. So I just really had to be intentional with really getting to the core and to cancel the thing that you said in the beginning, I had to stop faking it till I make it. And I had to get completely whole and free. So um, that would be my, my, my take on that.
0: I don't even want to go after you. Cause you always go. So it did. Okay. So with me, <laughs> I think mine was the same thing. And a lot of people think marriage is for the weak baby. Let me tell you, <laughs> marriage will, will, will definitely make you grow up. And and like you said, when you start going through those things, the first thing you don't want to be seen as is a weak wife. You don't ever want to be seen as that. So whenever you've been put in a compromised position or a position where you don't you no longer have that power. And, or you feel like, oh my God, the embarrassment, or you know the um, intimidation. You really, you really want to just stay in that place and die. But it's kind of like when you run and hide. It's oh my God, depression, depression. Um, you just you, you go into a place where it's, it's it's it doesn't even make sense to you because you're not used to being there. But secrecy became became my life because i was like even though i'm going through this you would never know because i'm not gonna speak on it and i felt like if i didn't speak on it then they would think automatically that it wasn't true which was a lie because mm-hmm. no matter what you do they're gonna make their own assumptions about what it is that's going on in your life whether they're in it around it whether they know you or don't know you And it wasn't just like you said, it wasn't until I got the mind frame of, I don't care what nobody think or say about me, because at the end of the day, they probably got some stuff under their covers and in their closet that they don't want coming out. So the one common enemy is the enemy. So Mm -hmm. at at that point, I started to say, well, you know what, Lord, God do you, because at the end of the day, I'm just going to take my hands off of it. So Mm -hmm. even when I got delivered from that, here comes Well, Kivana, are you really delivered? Because you still have some residual from what happened. And now you're you're trying to speak on these things. And I'm not going to, God was like, I'm not going to allow you to because you are not there. And I would not allow you to be fraudulent (laughs) because we're living in a season among a lot of frauds. So I won't allow you to be fraudulent saying that this is something that you're over and you're not. So guess what I had to go back to? I was delivered from the secrecy, but now he took me to privacy because he was dealing with me in some things and he was saying, I want you to deal with this now. And for mm-hmm. the longest, I could never say it. So when I finally got to the point of, I was saying, okay, Lord, this is how I feel. This is what I feel when I see this person. This is how I, 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 I want, this is what I want to do to them. Um, haven't acted on it, but Lord, this, here you go. Here you mm-hmm. go. Now you can have it and you do whatever it is that you need to do. And I'm sitting there going on boohoo crying because at this point, because you do get to the end of yourself. And mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people do not get to that point. But when you do, you realize the real power that God has and you realize the love that he has for you because, but you have to get to the end of yourself so many mm-hmm. people still want to hang on. This is their problems. This is their hand. You still want to hold on to it, but you really want God to take care of it. And one thing that I realize is whenever your hand is in it, God is not going to move. It's not until you fully surrender whatever it is to him that he will move in your life. And I, being, being like I am, you know, we are magnets to people and their problems. One thing we realize is that so many people come and say, well, I don't think God is moving. He's moving, but you can't see it because you're standing in the way. And that was me. And that was me. And and so, how did I overcome? Basically, the same way. You like you said, people think it's like a, a, a organized and um step-by-step God but it's yet so simple you give it to him and you walk away you trust him with everything because at this point I'm almost 30 oh my god I said I was gonna say I was 29 this year but one thing that I realized after 20 years of living is if nobody else has my best interest at heart God does if I can't trust a single soul on this earth I know I can trust him and and even with that You know, it's funny how when you're in a secret place, he'll send you other people to be secret with. And that was mind-boggling to me. Like, and then you would, you know what's so crazy about the people that the enemy sends to your secrecy? They will tell (laughs) everything that they know. Ain't it so? That I was like, (laughs) when you look back on it, it was like... Well, and then what happens to those people, Miss Danielle, after you come out of secrecy? What happened to those people?
1: They stay there because they were hired. They're hirelings. They were hired by the enemy to keep you bound. And if you don't discern their their presence and their appearance in your life, you will stay there. Misery loves company. Mm. And when it's time for you to be miserable and stuck in a place, boy, you have a camaraderie of people. And they will sit there and they will support you and they will push you and they will get with you. Girl, let me tell you, they will be there. They be your girls. They be your boys. Like, you know, let's do this. And as soon as you say, but one thing, guys, that we didn't do today or we didn't didn't do this right. We didn't really ask the Holy Spirit if this is what we were supposed to do. And the moment you invite him into that secret place, everything just changed. Let me tell you, you. they come, they come, but it's up to us to understand that secrecy belongs to God to do that private work on the inside so that he can prepare us for that public display that's gonna be (gasps) necessary. for the nations that he locked up on the inside of you to reach. And I'm telling you, when you get to that, when you say, hold up, wait, where you at? Where you at? Because he also can send you people that will support you in your secret place and say, I know you're dealing with this, but I need for you to acknowledge this. And we got to understand that one thing you said um, not too long ago, everybody is not replaceable in your life. And you shouldn't want to replace them because you want those that's going to go into secret with you, but it's going to come out into the privacy and to the public and say, baby, I remember when, but we're going to keep that between us and God. Like, you know, you need that support. And Mm -hmm. I feel like when we understand just what god wants from us then we're able to go back and to gain that control and to get into the right place and positions with god but you said some good stuff i mean i it's it so power packed. i ain't even gonna dissect it but i'm gonna tell you you have to you have to get to that point of deliverance and knowing mm-hmm. that i'm the only one in control of anything at this point and god has given me so much and i'm responsible For the gifts that he placed on the inside of me, I'm also responsible to uh, carry out the assignments that he has assigned to me. And when that becomes your focus, secrecy will no longer matter because you're going to understand humiliation comes. But Mm -hmm. every humiliated, you're humble. And he said what? Low and humble. (laughs) And he elevates the humble. So even in your mess, even in that moment of humiliation or when something you thought was going to take you out of here, but when you say, God, I'm still going to invite you into this place, into the secret place, I'm going to invite you into the the private side of my life. And I'm going to let you be the God that you are. And I'm going to let you do you, God, God, do you. Mm -hmm. And when he begins to do him, he begins to seal the deal and seal every crack and restore you to a place that men didn't see you coming to and that god is glorified so secrecy belongs to god privacy is what it takes to get the things of god manifested in your life and then god would give you the public display i'm this is good
0: that is good That is good. Okay. I got one more question. I promise I'm not going to hold up a lot of your day, but you know, one thing that you said is, and that I think we also lose sight of, we are still being held responsible for our gifts. We are still being held responsible for our gifts. And, And one thing that I think that, um, even me, I placed that on God. I was like, yeah, they yours. But at the end of the day, he's like, no, I gave them to you so you could fulfill the purpose that I put on the inside of you. So I think until we tap into that and when we start realizing that we are still we still have a responsibility while we're here. I think that then we can get a lot of things done when when we learn accountability and responsibility. But another thing I wanted to ask was that. um, You said that until we come into agreement with God, until we come in agreement with that, you know, the secret place is for God and that we have people that are attached to us. That's something else that we forget is that, We don't get free just to be free and run around here just free. No, you're supposed to go back and make sure that you're evangelizing. You're supposed to go back and reach down. And it may be the very people that was in that secrecy with you because just don't leave them there. You are supposed to reach down and say, come on, I'm going to help you move to this other place. Because I think that a lot of times we get so oh, this is about to be. Mm, okay, I'ma say it anyway, cause I ain't scared. But I think that we get so churchy and so holy and sanctified that we feel like when we made it, we start looking down on the people that was in the very places and trenches with us. And instead of going back and saying, "Okay, I got your back. I know this where we was, and I know you still there. So why don't we just link up together?" I done got my little strength and I'm gonna give, I'm gonna, you know, transfer some of that to you so you can come up here with me because we know that that place is not a good place to be. So, why do you feel like a lot of people leave people there? And just like I said, a lot of people aren't replaceable, but sometimes we meet people and, and it's at a place where we want everybody to show us grace, but we never wanna show the other person grace. So, yes, they may have been a bad person, but at that time when we met them, we were just as messed up as they were. So why do you feel like a lot of people get to the point where if they get delivered, they stay delivered, but they don't go back and reach out to those very people that they started to look down on because they have came up?
1: Ooh, child.
0: Child. <laughs> child.
1: This is a whole nother message right by itself. Mm-hmm. And you know, rant and rave about this for days. where do we begin on this one okay so first of all i would say a lot of people don't understand that there is a an assignment right Mm -hmm. there is an assignment in order to complete an assignment there are a series of events or activities Mm -hmm. that must take Sometimes people get caught up in the activity that they forget the assignment. It's just like a math equation. If they tell you to uh, do the math based on the order of operations and then get the fraction, and then in order for the answer to be complete, you got to simplify it to the least, um, to the simplest uh, fraction, mm-hmm. right? Some people stop mid-staff in that equation and it's not complete. Same thing with uh, these assignments, with other people when you go through things. Nothing we go through is ever for us. Everything we go through is to bring God glory back for bringing us through it. I can say, I guess I could just use the relationship between you and I. At first when you came into my life, I wasn't all the way together. And even in throughout the (laughs) year, (laughs) I'm gonna just say that you had to do a lot of work, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You had to do a lot of work. And one thing I could say for you is that you were willing to do the work after you saw that I was gonna not, I was not gonna let you not do the work, Mm -hmm. right? And that's the difference. We have to understand that we gotta get people. That's not going to take our I don't want to's and just let it stay there. But when we know that there are people uh, that have so much potential, but they got so much stuff they got to get past. You know, I I was really sold to the fact that she don't have to stay in this as long as I did. I was sold to the fact that I knew that my assignment was to help other young women not go through what I went through maybe the length of time because we can't take things away from them because if God has ordained that to be, then it's going to be. But it's Mm -hmm. all about the strategy to get out of anything. Everything takes the strategy and it's who was in your ear. Put the right people in your ear and you can go through it the way you need to do. But the reason why I feel like, I think church kind of gets us to, not church, religion. Religion and traditions get us to a point where I I can speak for me again. I was heavily religious. Even when I met you, I -hmm. was still dealing with a religious spirit and the religious spirit was, we're going to pray about it and we're going to give it to the Lord and we're going to act like it don't exist. And it was you that came and said, but Miss Daniel, I feel this and this ain't fake. (laughs) This ain't phony this, this, thing real. Like, this thing is real. Like, and I don't like this. I don't like that. But this thing is real, sis. And it was in that moment that I realized as a religious person, we leave so many people that we really could help save because we don't take the time to see what they are seeing. We don't take the time to really say, well, what do you feel? Why do you feel that? And then our responsibility when we become a part of the problem we have now became part of the solution so many people leave people behind because they don't realize that if god has given you the insight then he's going to give you foresight and he's going to give you a plan to execute to help this thing come to fruition you can't leave things in the middle undone and you can't do people like that either so many people are stuck because they don't understand the assignment and the activity. Activities leads to the completion of assignments, but the assignment cannot be completed if you stop with the first two or three activities. So now we have to get to a moment where we gotta realize that, why do you leave people behind? Why do you not go back and say, hey, I went through this? Because we punked. They just punk's like they punk's in the spirit mm-hmm. and they don't realize that we fighting a real devil that's trying to fight every way he can to keep these people from being free and coming through. Ain't nobody's pump. Don't care. Don't ain't. What can he do to me? The Bible says if he's for me, he's more than the whole world against me. He said right. that I have power. Like I ain't even going to preach to y'all up here, but I'm saying this is the thing. People leave people behind because they get stuck in the activity and forget the total assignment that res- they're responsible for. And that's just my take on it. We got to know the assignment calls us to a place of completion, but it takes a many, many segments and clusters of activities. And it, I mean, it could take years. Exactly. But the thing is, the Bible says again, the race ain't given to the swift nor the strong, but he that can endure. So endurance means time. It means you're going to get pressure. You're going to get some pressure applied to you and you're going to get some things that you may never thought you would face. But guess what? If you ain't a punk, you're going to face that thing head on and say, all right, I might be buckling in my knees. Let me give me some knee support because I'm going to stay. I'm going to keep standing. Even if my back is bent, I'm still going to stand. Like, and I mean, I I don't want to go all over the place, but it's because they get stuck with the fact that they don't understand the assignment and our lives are assignments. We have purposes to fulfill with our lives in itself. We don't have, it's not about, you know, who can get the most followers on social media. It's not about who can get the most money in your bank account, because I'm telling you one sickness or one bad move can leave you bankrupt. And you could have taken all your life to build those millions. But what happens if you over 55 and you don't you don't distribute your money, you get sick. Watch. They take your money first before they give you health care or any type of assistance. I'm telling you, people got to understand the assignment. The assignment is and will always be to compel others to come to Christ and to experience his love and to get eternal life. And that more abundantly. That's the assignment. And whoever we can help get from there to there that's the activities that must take place but we can't forget the one and only assignment and that's why they leave people behind because they
0: forgot oh. this girl what say? you went off but you <laughs> know i'm just i'm gonna wrap it up with this Cause we're going to tie it all back in because we, we talked about all this for a reason, you know, and, and you just gave somebody the, 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 comf- the confidence and the, you know, the comfort and knowing that even if they are, okay, tell me it's a mistake. Okay. Even if you are living in secrecy, it's not your forever. Because a lot of times we, we talk about things as if it's good or bad. It's not good or bad. What we're saying is go into that transition. Mm -hmm. because we're, we're we aren't always in a position where we're winning sometimes we're in a position where we're learning so even if you are in a you find yourself in secrecy you don't have to stay there but do the work to come up out of it give it to god so that was the whole you know basis of this talk today because we wanted people to realize that it's not always about being a good or bad person. Sometimes mm. you just end up in bad situations that you got to find a good in. So, yeah.
1: you can yeah. add in
0: this for me, Miss Latrice? I would just
1: say to tie it and to make it make sense if they need something simple, a life of secrecy belongs to God. And if you have a secret life that you cannot um, tell anybody about, then you need to take that to God because it's full of flesh and it's full of a a lot of mess. And we got to get free of that because that withholds us from going into the secret place with a father that's trying to tell his secrets. He's trying to deposit some things that he has promised us so that we can get to that laying flowing with milk and honey, full of prosperity, Mm -hmm. full of greatness and full of satisfaction and everything that he designed. The thing about God, God chases us down to get his goodness too. But when you're living in secrecy, you cannot receive it. And you are doing yourself a disservice because God has, he's created us to be great. Mm -hmm. And if you, Secret, you're not seeing the greatness of life because you're allowing that thing to eat at you so much that you are bound. And I, that's all I can say. You're just bound by that thing. A private life is it is entirely the best life for me. And the reason why I say that is because confidently I don't need anybody to tell me good job. I don't need anybody to support me in a way that I can't support myself or I know I'm not supported by my Heavenly Father. I don't lack in that area. So a private life is a good life. But I also know that privacy and secrecy are two totally different things privacy is when you are sure and you're good and you're just attending to those assignments but secrecy is when you're trying to hold something from being revealed and you just praying that nobody knows because Mm -hmm. if they do know it's going to tear you apart because you got this life that you might be trying to live but secrecy is just it's just tearing it apart so get free in 2021 so that you can live privately confidently And you can do what God has called you to do and allow him into that secret place. That's all I got for you.
0: (laughs) Well, I thank you so much. We got to do this more because this was, this even helped me. And I thank you so much. And if you come up with any more topics for Thursday, you let me know because we could, we could do this. We could do this again.
1: I got a whole lot of them, girl. (laughs) Freddie, y'all? like. I'm telling you, this is the year of free. This is the year of us getting to a place where we're living out loud. I just want to live out loud in 2021. And I want everybody to know that we all been there and if I haven't been there I can find somebody that has but I can tell you just because I went through it I'm not saying because I went through it's going to happen for you the same way my goal is for whatever I went through for you not to go through it the way that I went through it you know Mm -hmm. and I feel like we just really have to understand the assignment the assignment is for us to be always maximizing and living at our optimal performing level so that we can get other people to come in so i got some topics we'll talk about it cuz i feel like this is a year like we're going to we're going to really get some things unstuck unmuted and we're going to get on purpose so i enjoyed and thank you for having me into your space and i promise that you know you keep doing what you do just keep doing what you do
0: I'm only as good as the people around me. So I thank you, and we're going to okay. end it. And of course, I'm about to call you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you girl. Have a
1: good one.